So the, the first and foremost is to embrace physics. Ergo, expressly that concept that energy cannot be created or destroyed, only change form. So when we shirk off this meat suit, we still exist. That's my, that's my approach. That's my hack. And, and, it, and it helps me. It, it's, it's helped me tremendously. I'm Janet Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Today we get to speak with Deb Rossman. She's a former senior trade officer with an international energy trading company with over 20 years of experience. She's now the number one best-selling international author of It Is Done and The Grieving Heart, a collection of poetry and prose about loss, hope, and living. Now, Deb left the corporate space in exchange for writing and public speaking about the importance of embracing the grieving process in order to heal. Deb has been featured in Fox, NBC, CBS, and hundreds of other media, including the Spotlight Female Entrepreneurs Magazine. Let's listen in to Deb's story and why she left her job to focus on her passions. Deborah, thank you so much for jumping onto the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I am psyched. <laughs> <laughs> Super excited to bring you onto the podcast. We, I love talking about origin stories and we had a really cool conversation on our intro call and your story is fantastic. So let's jump right in. Tell us a version of your journey that no one's heard before, kind of like your origin story. And I know a lot of the audience here hasn't heard about you. So let's start with, let's start with the beginning. Well, in the beginning, um, Joyce and Frank had a redheaded baby girl and you're looking at her, although the <laughs> reds pretty much faded out mm -hmm. anymore. And that was, uh, 61 years ago, uh, over. Wow. And I, like yourself, aging 
beautifully. You're not mm. nearly as old as I am. <laughs> but, you know, we're showing the pups how to do it. This is how we do it. And along the way, you know, I was actually what's considered, you might be familiar with this phrase, a bonus baby. Mm. The bonus mm. baby, for those who don't know, is uh, you think you're done, but nature has a surprise for you. So one night, magical night of dinner and dancing, voila, <laughs> there you are. So my siblings uh, were 10 and 15 years older than me. And wow. I remember going to, and this is a small town, a very small town. The entire town was less than 1,200 people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I grew up in Mayberry. Now, that's another archaic reference that some of the kids out there are going to just have to look up. But <laughs> anyway, I grew up in Mayberry. And even in that small town, there would be people who would say, oh, is that your grandma? It's like, this is my mom. (laughs) (laughs) She did not appreciate it. Uh, And she was prematurely gray. I'm much like yourself, I'm sure. Prematurely gray. Mm -hmm. And, but when it was all said and done, by the time I hit my 40s, I'm kicking it. I'm working at a Fortune 500 energy trading company, living my best life. And all of a sudden, the people that are nearest and dearest to me start dropping Mm. like flies threw me into a tailspin. And I've always written, I've always journaled. And, but I was at a point I couldn't even, I couldn't even do that. It it was all I could do to get out of bed, you know, go through the motions and so on. Work was somewhat of a solace because it was a time that I wasn't necessarily just licking my wounds. Mm -hmm. But uh, through the course of it all, I, I had an epiphany that uh, wearing my my grief because uh, my my book the grieving heart collection of poetry and prose lost hope and living uh, was born out of that mm. so that all encapsulated in my forties um, I discovered law of attraction via the secret I was uh, inundating myself with listening to CDs another archaic reference no it would be audible but uh, mm. still available. And I, would, and I would just inundate my world with that. And I, I got back into nature. And through all of those steps and processes and doing the work, uh, emerged on the other side of what was a span of about five years of losing, you know, really, really, you know, the, the foundations of, of my life, parents, mm. sister, uh, and so on. So, and having been in the corporate setting, I eventually walked away from that corporate setting. I enjoyed it uh, at my at my peak. I was a, a trade finance officer and uh, in the risk management group uh, mm-hmm. for an international trading firm, and just amazing, amazing. It wasn't my calling, and so uh, now I'm just trying to connect with people. And I know for a fact, I know for a fact that my, my poetry and prose does offer relief and it's, and I'm working on the, on the third and final, final edition. Nice. And because I've got the original, which is easy to mail out. I've got, uh, the, um, 
as I hold it in front of my face, I, mm-hmm. I, I've got a journal edition because that was a process uh, that worked for me, but it's not for everyone. Yeah. And there's one more edition that I'm working on and uh, actually working with Izdahar Jamil, by the way, I'm getting that one out and uh, utilizing all her fabulous platforms. But yeah. that one will be the journey. And in it, I will actually offer backstories to the pieces. Currently, it's what I call a silent companion because it, it, it's just there when you mm-hmm. need it. Different pieces will resonate with you at different times. Yeah. So it's a silent companion. Grief is universal, but the way we grieve is as individual as fingerprints, and it's different every single time. So the Agreed. third edition, I'll actually put in backstories, share with people the processes that helped me. You know, this is not a one-size-fits-all. It never will be. No, not at all. And and you're, you're absolutely right. Grief is so universal. Just a few weeks ago, my my uncle passed away, my cousin's, my first cousin's dad. And when uh, he went into the, he took himself to the emergency and, you know, he was feeling heart pain and they're like, oh, you're, you had a mild heart attack. Let's do an operation. So everybody was like, you know, he's going to be fine. He's going to come home. But then it that was not the case. You know, we were all very heartbroken and it was it was really something else and still is i mean this is not something yeah yeah, this is the and and that's why my mission i guess is to really encourage people Mm -hmm. when it's instinctive to want to maybe run and hide from those feelings i i i very much want to foster within people to lean into it for the purpose of actually working through it to get mm-hmm. to the other side. And, and also, especially with regards to your uncle, one of, uh, I, I'm happy to say I'm in, in Izdahar's uh, most recent uh, Spotlight, the summer edition. Mm-hmm. And in it, I, I list uh, three secrets. You might call them hacks with regard to uh, fostering the self-soothing process, which yeah. is really what my my whole mission is, my whole purpose in life is to help foster within people the ability to self-soothe their way with this very uncomfortable process. Yeah. And and the key one, and, and when you mentioned your uncle, uh, it popped into my head because it is applying the laws of physics mm-hmm. and and it teaches us energy cannot be created or destroyed it can only change form yeah so with this poet's heart that translates that that our our spirits our souls certainly your uncles yeah that's energy and that while he did transcend the physical self that you know we're most familiar with you know his his spirit remains intact and is now surrounding everyone he loves because that cannot be destroyed. Absolutely. And I, and I think when people are able to, you know, go through that, that time and, and, and give them time, you know, give yourself time and space and kindness to, to move away from where they used to be, we can often connect where they are. 
yeah. we're all going to end up there. <laughs> Absolutely. You're, you're, you know, you're right. There's, we're all going to taste death. You know, it's, uh, it's actually in the Quran that uh, every living being will taste death, death, no matter who you are, no matter we, you know, animal, human beings or, or whatever, you know, you're going to taste that. And it's, it's literally a transformation of mm -hmm. from living to to still and it's 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 so true we we look back at our lives and we're like wow i haven't lived that long at all and one thing uh before we found out you know before we found out it was it was just happened to be that same week i was reading something where it said, you know, when you go to the graveyard, you see all these tombstones or the, all the gravestones, and what you see is the date of birth, a dash, and the date of death. And our life is a little dash between those two dates. I'm like, wow. Way to, you know, tell it how fast, how little our lives mean. And yet how how vast because mm -hmm. I also, again, this is my belief. Yeah. Uh, but I, I sincerely believe that, uh, you know, that, that we come from the source and you can call it whatever you want. Yeah. And we return to it. You know, again, this, this energy cannot mm. be destroyed. Yeah. It can only change form. And that I, you know, I, I nature recycles everything else. Mm -hmm. Why not souls? Yeah. And you can call it reincarnation or whatever. And to me, the beauty of it is I don't remember <laughs> those past lives. But right. but my, my my journey here and now, I, I do yeah. feel it has been built upon whatever came before. And what we're building here and now, that dash, is what we build upon next time around. Yeah. Wow, we've, we've gone on a deep end for sure on this one, <laughs> yeah. you know, because took a deep dive. we took a deep dive and, and sometimes you have to because mm. it's the truth. It's I, we, we all face that. And it, it's a reminder, you know, when we have these deaths in our families and, and, and I think Ray Liotta recently, you know, he also passed away and it's a yep. reminder that what we have here is is not for us this life is not for us to live it's for us to give into people that are around us so that we so when we do leave people remember us for the deeds that we did and it's it's really powerful to you know have the remembrance man absolutely now if you don't mind my asking um now, it, it may be too soon regarding your uncle, but I love gathering stories of the moment that we, we get some sort of sign. And mm -hmm. I'm not talking ghosts or, or anything like that. However, it does fall into the unexplained. Yeah. I, I love hearing stories when, when maybe a person's grappling with, with the departure of someone's yeah. physical self and they have a moment often in in a dream 
You know, certainly yeah. my father, I was wearing the grief for my father because he was the first significant, you know, like mm. one of the pillars of who I am. And I, I wore my, my grief for him like a badge of honor. Yeah. And after a few months in a dream, yeah, I, I, I was with him. And when I awoke, I didn't hear voices or see mm. an apparition or anything else. I just had this warm calm knowing yeah that it's like okay deb enough yeah yeah dad was about living dad was about having a great time mm -hmm. and and my walking around which i had to do it was the process but yeah. that was not the way to honor this man mm. and that's when i started to to uh be able to work and, and move past it. Now that said, you know, I've had different instances in my life. We, we all do. And I was curious if there's anything that pops into your head. And again, it, it may be too soon regarding yeah. your uncle passing, but his transition, I call it actually transition mm -hmm. that, that something transpired and you knew that they were still there. Yeah. I mean, that's a great way to, Think about it, right? Um, now, the last time that I saw him was back in March because he lives in, you know, they live in uh, California. I'm in, I'm in Virginia. But I didn't, you know, I didn't know this was going to happen. But when I was talking to my cousins who were there uh, before, you know, he had all of his kids and their spouses in the room, you know, and he was listening to the Quran and he was, you know, he was, he, he just knew that his time had come. He was like calling all the people, talking to them and, you know, asking him to, you know, forgive him. And, and, you know, so like he knew like people who know they're gonna, you know, their, it, their time has come. They, they kind of know that, you know, this is, this kind of, so it was, it was really interesting you know, they got to have that deep conversation and blessed be he, right? He, all of his kids were married. You know, he had done his duty to his kids. You know, it was just amazing to hear that. So it was just, it was just, um, yeah. And in Islam, you know, we, we, we're, we know, cause in, you know, we believe, in the, it's in the Quran, you know, every living being is going to taste death. So we know this. And it said, um, you're not allowed to mourn more than three days. Because everybody's time is predetermined. We know that we're going to go. So if we're mourning, if you're, you know, more than that, then we're not sense of what God has planned for us, you know. Um, cause it's, it's, it's part of the grand scheme of things and, and the, the God's plan. So it was, it was really, you know, we, we, it was something, yeah. And I've not studied the Quran mm -hmm. much. I, I uh, was in a wonderful world religion Mm -hmm. course at uh, Madison's Edgewood College yeah and um, you know and we, we we touched on 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 all of the greats 
and yeah. uh, and and the Quran is gorgeous, and and I consider all of the ancient religious texts to be these these beautiful guideposts and recipe books on how to to be the best human that you mm-hmm. can be. Yeah. Uh, my book uh, that said uh, my approach has has been very, you know, I I, I quoted physics. I, yeah. I follow I follow physics. I I just want to, I just uh, my my personal spiritual um practices and everything uh i well they're they're personal and and i'm happy I mean, i'm happy to talk about my yeah. life is an open book as far as that yeah. goes but but my but my book and my approach to everything uh when i do speaking engagements etc cetera, etc cetera, is is non-denominational because yeah. again it goes back to the universality of- oh I, I totally i totally agree because Physics and science is a creation of the creator, right? Correct. So Correct. everything yep. in it is mm-hmm. is his creation. So it's it's beautiful. I, so the so tell us tell me a little more more about the book. You know, you said there's there's a lot of poetry in there, and I love poetry because it goes much deeper than the words itself. And uh, thank you so much for, for asking, because my brand of poetry and prose, it, I'm, I'm very much a minimalist. While I can chatter with someone, you know, till nightfall, mm-hmm. I, I, I consider what I do to be painting a, a picture with words. Yeah. And, and um, I would love to share uh, one, maybe two short pieces with you today, if that's at all possible. Of course. And just give you a, a, a taste. And and I think that's the best way to express, you know, especially Absolutely. regarding poetry or, or the arts in general. I would actually like to uh, do two two very short ones. Okay. Again, I'm, I'm I'm a minimalist. I you know each word carries weight. Mm-hmm. The first one really kind of sums up kind of what touches the hearts of many what's yeah. going on right now and i'll just share it with you if that's okay absolutely uh, go right in and, and especially with, with what just recently happened in texas it's it's just so yeah so let's get right yeah. into it and actually um it was uh well it'll it'll uh, speak volumes for itself. The the piece is entitled Blank. Blank. In the blink of an eye, life unfolds in seconds. Literally one moment slipping into the next. We cannot keep time from moving forward, even when we really try. We can't hold on to insidious time. Another limitation of time is it is the inability to reverse its direction. Despite literary fiction that depicts travelers of time, once a moment is spent, like coins in a vending machine, it's gone. Moments in time can be filled with many things, often overwhelming. Other moments void of everything, except the steady drum of its own marching cadence. We all promise to cherish the time we enjoy with loved ones. Hopefully these moments are plentiful. Still, one day, 
out of the blue, in the blink of an eye, time is up. And what often follows is tremendous sadness. Initially, it will feel inescapable, yet time is steadily moving forward. Remember only the love, forget everything else. We only have time to spare on loving because in that blink, nothing else really matters. Wow, that's so beautiful. Thank you. Economy of words is what I do. Yeah, no, that that was really powerful. In, in fact, we need to take a break to take that in. So guys, uh, we'll be right back and um, with some more of these beautiful poems from Deborah. After these messages, we'll see you soon. I'm Janet Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Hey guys, welcome back to the episode. We've been having an amazing conversation with Deborah Rossman. She has a way with words. I mean, that first poem just hit me and I was like, I need to take a little breather because Especially, you know, we, we have a lot of experience with death, if you think about it, because as living, we have amazing people that, that are in our lives that then leave the world, and it's just a reminder that we are all going to go the way, uh, go that way. So, Deborah, share with us. Yep. I think you mentioned that this is Izzy's favorite. Now, if you guys don't know who Izzy is, we'll reveal that at the end, who Izzy really yes. is. <laughs> the reveal. The reveal. And um, absolutely. Uh, well, you had mentioned your uncle. And uh, I had uh, sent my book as a, as a gift to Izzy. And it's the very first piece in the book. Mm. And it resonated with her, and you'll find out why. It's entitled, I Am Not Gone. Mm. Even though my body gave out, and I'm no longer around, I'm not gone. For you, my child, who's still so young, I pray you'll never feel that I abandoned you or that you are all alone. I am not gone. 
It's not just your memories of me that will keep me alive. Although thinking about how much I love you and how proud I am of you is good. There are other forces, factors, helpers that will be there for you when you need me. I am not gone. They will constantly come and go from your life for there can never be another me. But be there for you, they will be. Co-workers, friends, relatives, and many more, providing you with comfort, advice, and care. So while it's true I've left this realm, I am still watching over you. And with my helpers, my agents, if you will, I'm still there to guide you and advise you. I am not gone. When you miss me, just stand silently and listen to my voice beating inside you. My voice sings in the wind and will resound in others too, my helpers, for I am not gone. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a really good one. And um, that actually reminded me of um, my father-in-law when he passed away three months before my son was born. I know he didn't get to see his first, his first, I mean, not first, but my wife's, you know, our, our son. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I mentioned earlier, death is, it's the other coin of living, the other side of living, living, right? It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's two sides of a coin. And without it, we, we're not living. Well, I, and, and to change direction, pivot just a tiny yes. bit. None of us are getting out of here alive. Yeah. Yes. So that would be the other side of the coin. Exactly. None of us are getting out of here alive. Yeah. And I like to also throw a little irreverence into the mix. And, uh, well, especially now that I'm 61, <laughs> I, I can almost see the other side of the coin. Mm. And, and just, uh, just uh, the, have fun with, with the, the meat suit. That's the irreverence I want to talk about, the meat suit. Meat and that's where it, I, I bring it back to the physics lesson. You know, we're animating this fabulous package mm -hmm. that we're in that is constantly evolving and changing. And um, so I, I, I hope to foster within people the concept. Yeah. Once you really, really embrace the concept that uh, your father-in-law does see everything. Mm -hmm. You don't witness him seeing it. Right. Yeah, we, and understandably, we are sentient beings. We're very tactile. We, we love, I love all of my senses. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so it's, it's, and enjoy it. I mean, that's, that's, you know, we're, we're here for this and, and to further our, our journey, our spiritual growth, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, you know, sometimes I think we take things a bit too seriously. Yeah. Don't take life so seriously because you ain't getting out of it alive. Right? The, only, the only things are death and taxes. The only things that you can count on. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Deborah, take, uh, share three hacks to take away from your book or from your life, from your experience that our audience can take away with them. Take these to the bank, people. Mm -hmm. So... The, the first and foremost, 
is to embrace physics. Ergo, expressly that concept that energy cannot be created or destroyed, only change form. So when we shirk off this meat suit, we still exist. That's my, that's my approach. That's my hack. And, and, it, and it helps me. It, mm -hmm. it's, it's helped me tremendously. The other one is particularly if something's very new, very raw. Uh, you mentioned Texas and, and New York before that, and um, you know just all, all of these things. Life can be very challenging to say the very least. And yeah. when when you're caught up in the rawness of a loss, yeah, and that's all you can focus on. You know, we we feel the pain because we're pinched off. We're pinched off from that person, or what have you. And in at that point, the best hack of all times, nature. Mm -hmm. Get out into nature. Get out into nature. Yep. Uh, for a lot of people, you can you can combine that hack with the other one, and that's and and that's you know find that thing. And you know, for a lot of people, it's music. You know, so mm -hmm. put on those earphones or those iBuds or pods, and get out in nature. Go for a walk. Breathe in fresh air and ions, and 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 listen to something. And that can then you know really work as a band aid effect to help you yeah. get through. And and finally, it is actually finding something. And and it's not going to be the same thing every time. Yeah. Uh, for for me, when when my mom passed, all I wanted to do was was uh, cook her recipes and eat them, and I did. I cooked them and I ate them, and the only problem with that is she cooked for a family of five, and I lived alone. So now I'm she had a lot of now I'm re-embracing, you know, <laughs> uh, shedding some of that. I'm mm -hmm. in the process of that and starting to feel good, and uh, but. I, and I'm also having great fun with reinventing. You know, I, I mentioned vegan, so now I'm reinventing uh, mom's favorites uh, with a with a vegan twist to it. Oh, wow. But that was one of the moments when I asked you if you if you had an experience with with something otherworldly. When I was making mom's baked bean recipe, and this mm. was uh, I was actually using bacon. <laughs> it was it was just a moment where I was cooking, and, and the most wonderful thing I I just I was in another place. I was just dumping and pouring and tasting and, and in it as though I had made it all the years that she had. Mm -hmm. And they turned out perfect. Yeah. Took it to a family function and it was like, oh my God, this is it. And and that was a moment where I I was able to to bridge that gap. Because again, going back to the physics, it all comes full circle. The they're quantum, still there. The quantum and they're still entanglement, yes entanglement thank mm -hmm. you yes and still very reachable yeah mm -hmm. oh my god i love that you know i think there's a vegan cookbook coming in your future i don't know <laughs> there could be <laughs> right now that that's that's my that is my pastime that's my that's hobby your, yeah. i I'm, I'm obsessed with with the various vegan chefs and teams and things on youtube and i i have like over 300 saved See? in my that's amazing in my youtube but that's their <laughs> recipes but hmm, joyce's recipes recreated vegan I, I can see it i can see it you know because people <laughs> there's there's a there's so much strength in the in the in in the plants that we eat i mean oh yes cows don't eat meat 
How'd they yeah. get so big? <laughs> right, right. Um, a, a, a bull, a buffalo, an elephant. Yes. <laughs> These are uh, tigers, lions, and bears. Oh, my. They're all very strong. And, yeah. Well, okay, the tigers and lions eat Yeah, meat. but they are much smaller but, uh, than... But, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but we, we get what we're saying. So. Yes, we get what we're saying, exactly. Man, I love that. All right, so... We've had a really fun, a really deep and fun conversation. We got to take all the emotions with us. I was, I was tearing up back at that second poem. I don't know if you noticed. Um, but that was, that, was, that was so much, that was so good for my soul. Thank you so much. You're so let's, welcome. Let's jump into the six questions. The questions that I Ooh, like to ask my, my yes. guests. <laughs> These are fun questions, and uh, they are mirrored off of what I like to think about, and what I, you know, what what keeps me going day after day. So, first question: What hobby did what What is the one hobby that you wish you got into? That I wished that I had gotten into. That I I. I don't that I mm -hmm. is not a, a yeah. one uh, <laughs> uh, coin collecting and I'd like to cash mm -hmm. it in <laughs> collect some coin and cash it in come on guys what's up <laughs> the new form of coin collecting these days is NFTs I don't know if you've heard of those mm. non-fungible tokens <laughs> no no I'm talking actual actual coins. actual coins I know I know mm -hmm. I love it <laughs> Uh, in fact, I have these collectible coins, which which are designed like they're called in real life achievement coins. Ooh. So I have this coin that says you passed 2020 without a problem. So it's got like a dump. It's like got all these cool things <laughs> on it. It, was, it, it's, it. It's 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 really cool. This this guy. I don't know if whoever came up with this, but it's really. These really, really cool coins. I can't say much about it. And you can you can have them in brass or silver or like different type of materials, and, and they've got a really nice weight to it too. So oh, I love it. I love it. All right, next and you'll question. you'll include the link, I'm sure. Yes, I'll include the link to these coins <laughs> so people can check it out. What I'm talking about. It's like something I might like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next question: What did mm -hmm. you want to be when you were a child? Miss America. All right, Miss America. I would, I would, I would. Um, I, <laughs> my mother was very tolerant. I would wear the the, the sheet, you know, as as uh, you know. We're talking a vintage Miss mm -hmm. America, the sixties, yeah. and um, I, I would waste her aluminum foil, making a scepter and a <laughs> crown, and and bless my mother. She would sing, "Here she is, Miss America," as I walked down the hallway to my adoring adoring fans i love that i love it what is, is it too late is it too late i don't think Did it's ever too late no way <laughs> i don't think so have you seen tony horton i mean uh no. is tony i mean horton? i've heard of tony but no you're right he's the, he's the guy point. from um p90x and he's what yes. 62 and he's yes. still the strongest <laughs> he's ever been in his life so right Right, you're right. Never too late. Never too late. <laughs> Next question. What is your favorite movie or TV show? 
A Princess Bride. A Princess Bride. And I'll tell you why. Tell us, please. <laughs> My degree from Edgewood uh, is uh, communication arts and sciences, but mm -hmm. what's that, what that translated to was theater. Mm. And every actor knows all of the lines from A Princess Bride. <laughs> I, my name is Ernego Montoya. You kill my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> One of my I do not. <laughs> I haven't seen the whole movie in one sitting, but I've seen many of the scenes of it. Well, I mean, and the beauty of it is mm -hmm. you have what, like eighteen children or something, <laughs> and and it's and it's it's a family film. You can mm -hmm, watch the is. whole thing with That's with true. the family. I think we might have to do that. We might have to do that. Mm -hmm. 18 children, oh my God. I, well, I obviously, I, I jest. Nephews, <laughs> nephews and nieces, yes. <laughs> extended family. Extended, extended family. family, yes. <laughs> All right, next question. What movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Ooh. Would it be the same one? No. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, it wouldn't. Um... The Queen, uh, as done perfectly by Dame Helen Miram, um, that would be fun. Nice. Mm -hmm. So the movie is the Queen. No, the movie is the Queen. Okay. Now I, I had the opportunity to see Dame Helen nice. uh, on the on the Broadway stage version of said uh, movie. Said movie. But, I mean, awesome. it was a stage production before it was cinema before it was a cinema okay Correct. all right we'll, we'll 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 jot it down and again it, it you know, there's a i don't know if you've noticed but there's a bit of a theme here get this girl a tiara yes obviously <laughs> obviously obviously i want yeah. a crown yes <laughs> she'll get the crown exactly i love it i love it next question who is your favorite superhero <laughs> Favorite superhero? Ooh. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I, I, I'm going to default to Aquaman because I saw it not that long ago, mm -hmm. <laughs> and 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 um, and it was it was just fabulous, and he was fabulous. So. He is. He is. I mean, Jason Momoa is just yes. fabulous. He's, He's just fabulous. Yeah. It seems like a fabulous human being as yeah. well as just a, as well as an accomplished actor. Yeah. So and and you know had mad skills in the movie and who wouldn't want to do that? And again, it's that irreverent side. Mm -hmm. And he's he's a hybrid. He's a yeah. Yeah, really love everything about it. I love that. All right, next or last question: If you are <laughs> no. a board game, what would it be? Clue. Mm. You are the clue. Clue. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, the library with the candlestick. <laughs> you know, I, I I played it as as a as a youth. I adored the movie mm. um with Tim Curry and that insanely talented ensemble cast. And uh so yes, if if I were Banished to be a board game. That would, would be, be it. Clue. That would be that. it. Mm -hmm. 
banished to be a board game. Okay, we're gonna throw in a a special question we we haven't asked before, and uh, we talked about this in the green room. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Are you a sandwich or a soup person? <laughs> If I were a sandwich, and this is a shout out to Stephen Colbert, uh, yeah, what's my favorite sandwich? Um, and uh, and of course, the the challenge there is having gone vegan in in the last year or so. But I still my favorite then and now is a BLT. It's just I do a V. LT. Mm, a there are in fact vegan bacon's, and sometimes you know, even when I was eating a BLT, mm -hmm. a lot of times I would just leave the B off and just do yeah. the, the the lettuce and tomato. The and, and there's delicious vegan mayo and mm -hmm. toast and mm. and it and it's it just out. and it's just so perky. Yeah, <laughs> just actually throw back to a princess bride, a mutton <laughs> and lettuce tomato sandwich when the mutton is lean and the tomatoes is so perky. I love it. Shout, love out it. <laughs> Shout out to the cast of the cast. Princess Bride. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. <laughs> love it. Well, Deborah, it's been really amazing talking with you. Thank you for your time and energy. And it's this is the energy that we're creating. So thank you so much for bringing it to our audience, to the podcast. Where can my audience find you so they can connect with you? learn more about you the best way is just to hit up my website because it's got links to everything else it's got links to the youtube channel to the books to the podcasts um it'll have the link to this podcast Perfect. and uh that is deb rossman and debrossman.com dot com deb rossman dot com i can speak i think That's you got it d-e-b-r-o-s-m-a-n.com We'll be sure to include all of the links that we talked about in this episode <laughs> in the show notes so that you can simply go and click and find what you're looking for. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Listening in. Thank you, Deborah, for coming on. We'll catch you and in the next. Thank you. Thank oh, you you're welcome. Me. You're welcome. Oh, yes. Um, last but not least, Izzy is our good friend, Izzy Harjamil. <gasps> We had an episode of we had an episode with her on the podcast earlier. So when you get a chance, check that out as well. Thank you again so much, everyone, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this Hacks and Hobbies episode. Junaid would love to hear from you, so please leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Visit hacksandhobbies.com to find additional information on the guest today as well as the show notes.